everyone. In this episode of History Unloaded with Danny and Ashley, we apologize for our uh, little intermission after Shahat show. Um, I don't know. We just. You've made that joke so many times that I laugh at it every time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't like do anything, but we wanted to do something now because we like to be far in the past. Yeah, we like and to not do, relevant anymore. We really like to cover things after all relevancy is done and all like interest is waned. And also, like we, true historians. Yes, like yeah, <laughs> we wait until we're irrelevant and then we decide to to pipe up. Uh, um. So, and also because we filmed a whole episode about Shahat takes and we didn't talk about any. Yeah, we just we just talked about the weird things you've done at Shot Show, not actually weird takes about Shot Show. Which can we have a moment? And I'll post this on our Instagram at uh, History Unloaded. But um, I'm like, we talked about how I go around Shot Show and put on ridiculous things, including oversized boots, and then Danny goes and posts a picture of him with an oversized backpack. And I would just like to say that I was triggered by your attempt to copy me and what up me <laughs> i mean it's easy to understand why since i did it so well the backpack <laughs> was amazing you know what I, I should try to find that photo of me like in the boot and then we could put me in the boot and <laughs> you with that, that would backpack be just next i might have to text recoil um okay so let's talk about some shahat takes and then we have to talk about Smith and Wesson. Well, I mean, I think that was my first hot take from Shot Show or a Shahat take was what's the deal with lever actions? Is that a hot take or is that just well, a question? I think that's, that's just a question reformatted as a take. But like seriously, where where'd all these lever actions come from? Like everybody just decided all at the same time that it's lever action time. Which I'm yeah. not opposed to. It's just surprising. You know, I actually have no idea because I didn't I genuinely had no idea that lever actions were so hot right now. Uh, like I genuinely had no idea. I didn't either. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, um, you know, Smith and Wesson, let, you know, let's just go into that one. Starts teasing like it's coming. We have something exciting. Here's us with a volcanic. Well, technically, I guess. Wait, let's give some history here. OK, so. We've talked a lot about kind of the Hunt Volitional as the like great, great, whatever, greats grandfather to the Winchester Lever action. And then the Jennings is, is, is we've talked about those. Um, and one of those is a Smith Jennings. And so the next real iteration that we don't talk about, but we, well, we have, but um, I feel like it's skipped over is because I just literally skipped over and called it a volcanic um, is the fact that Smith and Wesson patented the lever action, well, their lever action in 1854. And that is the lever action that is the volcanic that is with New Haven, with volcanic repeating arms in New Haven, which is Winchester and Winchester. So, ow, I just hit my elbow. <laughs> I got so excited. I just hit my elbow off my desk. So I think a lot of people don't realize that Smith and Wesson, you know, kind of invented it. Yeah. And I think that was part of like, because there was a little bit of like, excitement and a little bit of like bewilderment that i saw online is like when they did their teaser and announcement i think a lot of people forget that the heart of a winchester is was patented by smith and wesson and then sold to you know passed down through volcanic so yeah there was definitely some confusion around it 
I saw a lot of people really, really excited when they teased, including myself. I was I was excited when they teased like when their promo was a volcanic pistol, like that they had I think borrowed from somebody. I'm not sure. I think it, it might have been Mike Helms, and I think it was a Smith and Wesson. It was a Smith and Wesson Mark volcanic pistol. Um again, it's really hard to describe because everybody knows what a volcanic looks like. So if you say a Smith and Wesson pistol, everybody does everybody yes, know. Yes, everybody Danny? knows. Everybody. That's my hot take. Everybody knows what a volcanic <laughs> is. Nobody knows what a Smith and Wesson lever action pistol is. Nobody knows. <laughs> well, you know what's kind of funny, just as like a random historical aside. So, like Smith and Wesson, you know, develops this patent for a lever action pistol, and then it, you know, we Cody has that Smith and that beautiful Smith and Wesson lever action rifle. Mm -hmm. Um, and but like. Smith and Wesson gets really well known for their metallic cartridge. And then, you know, obviously their first revolver and being like, ha ha, Colt, we can yeah. be as good as you, you know, because they ultimately, you know, sell their patent, you know, and, and move on from that. But isn't it funny that like the original Smith and Wesson volcanic and then the volcanic has that really crappy ammo? Yeah, I mean, it's because they yeah, were kind of doing it at the same time. I guess maybe the metallic cartridge was. What year would do you remember what year the metallic cartridge was? Because uh, I know that they were ready to go when Colt it feels Patton like a gotcha expired. moment that I don't know my history. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like you know that they were ready to go when Colt right. Patton expired, you know. So, right. so like what were they doing? They were just like, eh, we're gonna make the design but not pair it with our brand new functional ammo. We're gonna make it use the they could have literally been like here's a revolver here's a lever action and winchester never would have existed like oliver right. winchester would have kept making his corset hooks and his t-shirts like the world could have been t-shirts <laughs> oh my gosh we just we went to shot takes and now i'm like oh yeah. my god this is a world where smith and wesson could have been like the maker of lever actions and revolvers pairing their ammo with both like you get with the winchester 4440 and the fact that you've got the colt that has the 4440 and the winchester and my brain so in this, in this timeline you're proposing, if they had just paired the two patents, Colt would have become defunct and Winchester would have never started and thus leading to one... Monopoly. One monopoly on... <laughs> would Smith & Wesson be robber barons? Yeah, I think that's that's the take you're proposing here. Well, I don't think Colt would have ceased to exist because it's not like Colt would like live their life off their no, no, this is I'm pretty sure they would have been fine, uh, but because they wouldn't have had Winchester to steal William Mason, the numbers Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah, and William Mason did so much great stuff. And then would Borchardt? Where would he have ended up? I mean, uh, he would have. We made all know where machines. he ended up, but if he had not had Winchester. He just would have made sewing machines. That's all that would have happened. Borchardt made sewing machines. I think he he did something was. Of course, they he all did. did. They all did. Of course, he did. Anyway, so I my brain can't handle what I just. The take was too hot. The take was too hot. I'm cold. I hit my elbow. Like I can't. So let's get back. So we don't live in a world where Smith and Wesson smartly put their new caliber into their lever action pistol. And so Smith and Wesson gets kind of forgotten in a, you know, for being a crucial part of what becomes the Winchester lever action. And then it's viewed as a really big accomplishment that Benjamin Tyler Henry paired Smith and Wesson, Smith and Wesson's rimfire ammo with their own lever action patent. He just paired two Smith and Wesson patents and got called a genius inventor for it. 
I, if you guys can't see it, but I kind of look like the kid from like Home Alone <laughs> right now. I'm just like, ah. Um, so anyway, so, so Smith and Wesson decides that like they should, and we weren't involved in it. We're not bitter, but like a little bit. Yeah, like a um, little we, you know they they knew we were here like come on guys they knew but they knew our lawyer they were like yeah but they're the winchester <laughs> do we really want to talk them to talk i mean i think this only, i think we just hyped them up better than like anybody's ever hyped them up here's the hot take smith and wesson listened to the volcanic episode we know you guys are listening to us there's a hot take smith and wesson follow the podcast yes Clearly. Clearly. Um, so they they advertised that they were going to do something that threw back to their roots. And I don't think people like from the comments, people initially were like, "Ooh, you're old revolvers. And I was like, that'd be cool, you know, um, but it wasn't. It was to create. Well, it was to throw back to their roots, but not really. Um, and that's the Shahat take. Um, because they, they do come out with a lever action. They came out they do. I just talked, I you just, just referenced such a Shacho, thing. like a historian. That was <laughs> the most Weston historian. came out with been. their lever action at the beginning of 2024. <laughs> 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 I feel like I should write press releases for gun company. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so they came out with it and I'm going to be honest, like I, you know, this is where we come into this realm of like, we are not the target consumer, right, Danny? Because right. like, I, we saw, like, this is the first thing I received um, from Danny when, in the morning that like it all went live. And Danny was like, it's Marlin 1894. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, why couldn't it have been a Winchester? <laughs> that lineage would have made a little bit more yeah. sense. So Danny and I, so that was kind of like, that's the curmudgeony, you know, we're, we're like those people that watch movies with guns. Absolutely. You know? I was like, this is not a rocket ball fed volcanic action. That is incorrect. Take how it back. Smith dare you, how, how dare you create dare a liability, you. a legal liability. <laughs> how dare you not make a terrible product that could injure people. <laughs> um, but I did think it was an odd flex that it was more of a Marlin than it was. Right. Design. But, you know, as people are saying that that might have been the superior design. So they're trying to go with something that's reliable, stable, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, we're not the target consumer, clearly, because I was literally I just flew into Boston. Um, Shahat take. I'm moving to New Hampshire, guys. Um <laughs> In case you didn't know. Um, so I flew into Boston show. and I decided to take the train into uh, Exeter where I'm where I'm moving. And so I go in and I'm like, oh, look at this bar right here. And so I sit down at the bar and I order a whiskey. And I'm not quite sure how we got there. But the guy sat this guy sat down next to me and he clearly knew the bartender. He clearly knew everybody um, there. And I'm going to be honest. There's this thing that's called train culture. I mean, I call it train culture. There is a train culture for anybody who like maybe takes a train into Washington, D.C. Like it's a thing um, where you know everybody. Um, it's kind of a drunk bus in some respects if you're if you're riding the Amtrak there's a bar there's cafes quote unquote in the Amtrak so I don't know how exactly I think it's because I ordered a straight whiskey um you know we start chatting and I don't remember how we got maybe because he asked why I was moving to New Hampshire and I said my husband works for SIG it might have might have that might have had something to do with it maybe. Um, but he goes cool. were you at SHOT Show and I was like I was and he goes oh my god 
Did you see Smith and Wesson's new no way. lever didn't action? This this person, yeah, Danny hasn't. This was last Thursday, so yeah, we haven't talked really other than messaging. Um, so this guy's like, have you seen? It's the model eighteen fifty four, and of course, my first response was, it's not though. <laughs> of course, we had to be snobs about it. <laughs> it's not though. So. But I'm like, but hearing this guy's enthusiasm and even Mark, I was like, oh, did you know they made a lever action, but it's not a volcanic. And my husband was like, people are going to buy that up like gangbusters. And I was like, <laughs> clearly, I, you know, just want a replica <laughs> with semi caseless ammunition. Um, but like to hear just a random, you know, at, like out in the world, be like, I'm trying to buy one. And then we will give a shout out to our favorite Julie Golub, who helped. She doesn't know that it was a random on a train. <laughs> But I texted Julie because he's like, I can't find a dealer that's going to sell them in the area. And so Julie was able to you know, find a dealer. So I appreciate that. I don't know if I should have shared that half of the story because she was like, is this for an important thing? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I told that's him, I was dude. like, I'm just like, I'm not getting you a discount. I'm just finding you a dealer that's going to be selling these. Also, what century are you living in where you're hawking lever actions on a train? I get at the bar in the train station. At the bar, at the bar in the train station, selling lever actions like it's the actual 1850s. <laughs> but it's so weird. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that was me. And so, and then I met like a million people, and now I have friends in Exeter. Um, yeah, now I have friends as in the local lever action train salesman. <laughs> Smith and Watson, call me. I might, I might be like just riding the rails, it's, selling it's guns. Not, it's not historically accurate, but I'll sell it for you. That Mark's comment, and this guy gets to a point where you and I have one definition of what we think is cool about lever actions, but a lot of people, like we're too steeped in it, we're too far in the weeds. We can't see the, we can't see the whole picture anymore, um, because we a lot are old. <laughs> Yes, because a lot of people, you know, they they come to them from, you know, social media or popular media or movies or video games or whatever, like we've talked about. And to them, any, you know, whereas you and I would say, well, if I like this, if I like a, a lever action from a movie, I have to have that one and I have to go find the one that's closest to the original. Most people don't get there, get to that point from that starting point. So like most people see lever action in a movie I love. I would like a lever action. The specifics don't really matter that much. So they want the most utilitarian one. They don't want the one that's in 4440 that is hard to find ammo for. If you or like 44 Henry rimfire. Or yeah, or in 44 yeah. Henry that they can't actually shoot. They want one that's in 44 mag because they can shoot that. It is useful. It has a, the loading gate is all different. Uh, the ejection port's different. So that's wrong, quote unquote, to me. But it's right to them because it's a better system. It's more utilitarian. So they get to have the cowboy vibes, even though I'm sitting there saying that's historically inaccurate for any time period related to cowboy vibes. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, like, let's be let's give credit where credit's due. You know, kudos to Smith and Wesson for being able to capitalize on the lever action craze by Absolutely. realizing whether it was a consultant, because, I, uh, you know, I think we know some people that might have helped out with that, yeah. you know, whether it was a consultant's initial idea or if they found it and then they found some people 
um, you know, like kudos to them for being like, hey, did you know for like a day we made lever actions? Right. Like we were the OG OGs, you know, like let's this is how we can jump on this bandwagon. And and for that, that's that's sheer brilliance. Like right. mm, little golf clap for that, yeah, yeah. Um, even though Danny and I are bitter. Yeah, we're just bitter curmudgeons because it's not a volcanic, but it's an excellent idea. And they didn't like, apparently, our Smith & Wesson lever action wasn't good enough. I don't even think they knew knew about that one. Um, I, yeah, most no, people, even people that know Smith & Wesson made the pistols, still don't know they also made some rifles. Yeah, and they're beautiful. Yeah, they're they're a gorgeous gun. I have sent the photos to, to people at Smith & Wesson, so we'll see if they want to use them for anything. Yeah. Uh, they're probably like we're good thank you we're good we already we already launched it we don't need you the only thing though that i am going to like make a joke about was in the advertise well the only thing in the advertisement like or their teaser trailer and they like whoever it was and i'm probably shit talking someone we know but like they like open it up and there's a volcanic and they like wipe it down but then with their bare hands they like one second later they pick it up like on the metal <laughs> and i was like what was the point of that. It was exactly like in movies when like they bring out an old book or like textile and they're like holding it with gloves or they put on gloves and you're like, you know that they just did the gloves to be cool and not because there was any actual point to them. Again, and now I'm just I can't help but sound like it curmudgeon. Um, yeah, but yeah, that the, was that did make me giggle because the I was gloves like, to instant bare hands was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, it's kind of like when, you know, like I think to some extent, like, you know, when you like if if you're a marketing person, a social media person, you know, you don't really know why they're doing it, but you know that they're doing it. And so maybe it was in the wrong order. Like maybe they held it and then they wiped it down. I don't know. Um, like when I was, uh, when I had my show on discovery and I just happened to be at the production, like in New York city. And I went and stopped by the production company and they were slicing, they were editing the show. And I was like, why is the lock plate on the wrong side? Like they wouldn't, you know, like they, they don't right. have the context to maybe know that. Um, or maybe somebody knows something about, care and maintenance that we are you know yeah they they got it down better than we do um so that's cool what um i do want to do some shahat takes but i do want to ask what is another super random thing that a well-known company has made that like made first that they could release to get ahead of a market so this is this is or not capitalize on a market. This isn't a major company, but I did see this at the show, and it's another hot take, kind of a hot take, medium take. Um, somebody at the show, and I can't find the company now, and you're like, it's gonna it's gonna drive me nuts. But I think Firearm Blog or somebody did an article on it, so it's out there. Um, some guy is working on a pull apart rifle as like the original thing. John Browning did a pull apart rifle that's in our collection. So two, at least two things were introduced at Shot Show as new that like the thing exists in our collection. And I think Browning Arms should probably capitalize and next year should be the year of the pull apart rifle. I dig it. I dig it. That's my hot take. <laughs> next year's the pull apart rifle. We're going for it. Next year, it's pull apart rifle. I'm trying to think if I can like if there's a company that I that made something that they're not known for that they could make. I mean, I'm, other than like horse semen, but like <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just went for it. I just went for it. Uh, I don't know. Let's think about it. Maybe we can come up with. Something. I mean, Winchester could clearly bring back roller skates. 
Like that, that would be the one to do next year is do like a 500 pair roller skate issue and just I have them at Chacho. A hundred percent support that. Or ice How cool or would that be? Really, really crazy, dangerous ice skates that are just like a leather strap and a sharp blade. Well, like I mean, they could though, they could release like a line of tools. Yeah. Winchester like... hammers exclusively yeah. at Chacho. <laughs> you know what? As I say it out loud, they probably shouldn't listen to us, but I'd be really excited if they did. Yeah, but it wouldn't be exclusively a shot show because you can't buy anything. At well, and announce a shot show. I don't know. All right. Well, let's maybe let's get ahead of this and offer offer Winchester all the hammers they need for marketing. Write a white new... paper and be like, "All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. What if? Oh, you know, it'd be cool if um, Browning rebooted like Jonathan Browning's." Like dad, like mm -hmm. John Moses Browning's dad's like harmonica gun. Harmonica guns need to make a comeback for sure. Yeah. Or he made this really cool seven shot revolving rifle so he could get ahead of Colt. Oh, here we go. Okay. So <laughs> I can't remember if it predate Colt's revolving rifle, which we know is not a great idea, but like, bear with me, bear with me. Okay. Browning reaches into the roots of father browning the patriarch and makes a revolving rifle to predate i have to pull up the exact years um because i know colt was doing it like in 1830s i don't i think it's probably six of one but to get ahead of colt potentially rebooting it's very bad idea um there it is i found it i made it i came full I circle the shot show equivalent would be in shot show 25 like current browning because people there are a couple of revolving rifles out there so i think the equivalent would be new browning introducing a like rebranded remade i don't know i'm trying to think of who makes the rossi makes one i think um revolving rifle for shot show 25 Hot I take. think the Belgians are going to love it. They're going to love this idea. There's no no problems whatsoever. I'm, I will. We're just going to offer our shitty services. <laughs> People are going to so... Oh, these, these yahoos, they don't know yeah. what they're talking about. Okay, so I had... Um, I know I had a shot take, which was um, just a random one, a random observation. Um, I was walking down uh, an aisle, and I was mad. Like, I... The guy knew who I was. He was probably like, don't meet your heroes. Yes, I called myself a hero um, because like I had no voice and I was exhausted and I've been having some health troubles. So like it was like my last day at shot and I was just tired. And this guy is walking down the aisle and there is no one there. But he like there's a woman coming towards our direction. He's walking away. He's not looking at me. And so they kind of do the little shuffle of like around and then you know, he thinks he's being funny. So like, he starts pretending like he's trying to waltz with her, but he doesn't see me. So he slams full force into my chest and like hits me. And I just, and I have no voice and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> like I was so mad. And because of him, I was going to say goodbye to you guys. And I was heading towards the stairwell to go and say goodbye to you guys. And I was so mad I left. And so my hot take was for a group of people who brag about their situational awareness and judge others on their situational awareness, 
they are not aware <laughs> at a trade show when they've got backpacks, when they're trying to flirt with ladies, when they've got carts, like the situational awareness that like this group should have like out in the world, apparently just exits their brain. So for yeah. a group of people, so situationally aware, you are not. <laughs> Does not exist at SHOT Show. Yeah. You are 100% correct. That is, that might be a hot take that hasn't been said enough, but it's very true. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> yeah, just people running into things all the time. The, the other, oh, I have a good, too, I have a good hot like, take. Turn and hit me with a backpack. Like I'm here. Yeah. I'm a person. <laughs> I exist. I'm around. I know. It doesn't I'm matter short, when you're I'm trying here. to talk to the booth ladies at Aguila. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your other? You said you have one. The postal service is unhinged. <laughs> what? So I don't know if you noticed this. The U.S. Postal Service had a booth this year at Shot Show. I did not. I did not. They were actually pretty close to us. Like they were the row behind us, and they had a pretty big booth. It was like a twenty by twenty booth, and they had these huge giant mailboxes on display, and they gave out some really nice like. Uh, Do they even let you ship guns? <laughs> That's the hot take. Is they they were there all all shows saying absolutely they will ship any gun, and I'm like I am pretty sure that is not true. And when I said like I don't know if that works for our local USPS, he's like, here, let me take your info. We're going to get in touch with him. And I'm like, oh no, I just got somebody flag bagged at the postal. <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service next year bringing back the Tommy gun. That's right. That is 100 percent right. But no, they were like, and their their sales pitches. The reason I said they're unhinged is because their sales pitches is they had a guy there who's like, it, it was amazing. Like I thoroughly enjoyed this. So if anybody works for USPS or catches us or NSA listens and passes it on to their fellow government employees, please, this is not a derogatory statement. I want them to keep doing this because I loved it. But one of their guys' very loud sales pitches, the whole show was, we'll save your marriages. Ask us how. <laughs> like just shouting that. We'll keep you out of jail and we'll save your marriages. And we're just like standing there yelling that as like people went by and then handing them USPS branded bags and swag. And it was amazing. But they were just we'll out there it. yelling at the How top of their lungs. How are they saving marriages? I don't know. I never actually got that far to ask. I was a little scared. But was it their first SHOT Show? I've never even heard I have, of it. I've never seen them at SHOT Show before, so I think it might have been. But they were out there in force claiming they could save marriages. And for that postal service... You are unhinged, but it made me like you more. Hot take. Hot take. Do we have any more hot takes? I have a positive hot take that's not us just ragging people, which is I didn't know how many people listen to the podcast until I go to SHOT Show, and then they all are like, keep doing it. So thanks for that. I would name names and be like, shout outs to specific people, but I only remember like two names. And if I forget a bunch of other people's names that said good job on the podcast, that would be mean. So I can't say any names. I'll just be mean to everybody that was a listener and offered your support. But thank you. It was appreciated. That's so sweet. Nobody stops me to say nice I think it's because I was at the booth. I just it get mostly whacked happened. in the back. <laughs> You're just getting sl Everybody's being nice to Danny and everybody's just running over Ashley. <laughs> yeah, like Ashley's just. Hot take. Be nice to Ashley at Chacho next year. Yeah. Hot take. I need to stop changing my hair color because I think it impedes people's ability to recognize me. I think it's just oh. easier. I have one. I'm at the CFM booth. I have one. The, What's that? The, um, <laughs> I can try to figure out how to formulate it as a hot take, but um, I ran into uh, Donald Trump Jr., whom I don't think I've mentioned on this podcast before, but, um, you know, I've known, you know, professionally for a long time, um, and, but I haven't seen him in many, many years. I r literally physically ran into him in the 
Cody Firearms Museum when I had a researcher um, on like a Saturday. Uh, and this was way before like his dad ran for president or anything like that. And he introduced himself as Donald Trump. And I like almost made like the douchiest joke, um, like because he's got really good hair. You know, I, you know, but like this is like long before any of this. Right. And um, so I would see him at events like over the years and I haven't seen him in a while. And I did see him and he told me that my hair <laughs> made me look like he told me that my blue hair made me look like a liberal. Liberal camouflage, <laughs> I think, is the word he the words he <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. I think you need to keep the color as a as a reference to the story. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just was like, I didn't even know what to say. I was just like, <laughs> So I guess my shot take on my blue hair was that I apparently people were far less judgy about it. Because nobody said anything until I ran into him. So, Also, that just gave me an additional hot take. Can Ashley go to a SHOT Show without physically running into somebody? Because <laughs> two of your stories now are, I physically ran well, I into something. Oh, well, I wasn't. That was in the museum. That was like. Oh, okay. That was, yeah. I don't even think I was the curator back then. That was, I didn't physically run into him at SHOT Show. He was just at a reception and I said hi. <laughs> and then he I told me I looked like a liberal. <laughs> So Which, this means like, we have to keep the podcast going to at least another year because we need to find out if anybody actually runs into, like physically runs into you at Shot Show 25. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's going to, I'm just going to like, I'm going to have to wear like rubber pads because it's now going to become like a, it's going to be like a roller derby. I we need to find you on one of those EOD My Winchester seats. roller skates and go full roller derby at Shot Show 2025. To avoid being run into or to run into someone. We haven't yeah. decided yet. I would also like to point out that I don't take offense by what he said about me for many reasons, including I don't have problems with being labeled a liberal. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Cancel. There it is. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I have I have no nothing to add to that. I have nothing to add to it either, other than the fact that it was it's a just, very, it was a really very, excellent story. And I had no voice too. So like, I was just like, I had no witty, witty. <laughs> There's no comeback. I can't talk I was right just now. like, classic <laughs> Ashley. Like, Out here looking like a liberal. <laughs> Out here trying to, try to say, try to network. And that's what happened. Amazing. <laughs> Slow back away and put my head down <laughs> and shake. Actually, I just thought of what we need to do for next year's shot show. Our unhinged moment needs to be me finding that backpack again and seeing if I can pick it up with you in it. Oh, yeah, that would have been cool. All right. Well, I think that this was actually a fun episode. This was fun. This was. Those fun. are our reminiscences of Shot Show 2024. And to everybody that said you enjoyed the podcast, thanks for listening, and tell that to Ashley next year. Because she's sad and, and needs some wins. She needs some wins. <laughs> I need a win. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys later. See ya.